Hey, Morgan Marie. Hey, Katie Scott. Are you ready for our first cemetery session? You have no idea how ready I am. <laughs> My body is ready. All right. Mine also. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of, because it's Ted Bundy, so how ready are you really? Uh, I, I retract my said statement earlier. <laughs> uh, never ready. Never ready. But uh, we're going to do the damn thing. Yeah. He is the damn thing. Let's he is the damn thing. <laughs> Before I dive into his shitstorm of a life, <laughs> today, Eric and I, when we went to buy, I went to test drive a car, and we pull into the parking lot. You got the chaotic Snapchat. They had oh, like did, an old yes. school Beetle. And I screamed bloody murder. I was like, they have a Ted Bundy car. Can I buy it and paint it brown? <laughs> and Eric was like, you say things like that. Obviously, you would get into Ted Bundy's car. And I was like, you know what? We'll get there. I don't think I would. I'll hold my comments until they're appropriate. <laughs> and I was like, should I ask the dealer how much the Ted Bundy car is? He's like, normal people don't know those things. And I was like, oh, <laughs> whatever. We're not normal. <laughs> fuck me, I what guess. What the fuck is normal? Sorry, mom. <laughs> All right. So Theodore Robert Cowell. Every time it hurts. Every time. Was born (laughs) November 24th, 1946 in Burlington, Vermont. He's a Sagittarius, like myself. Uh, Like myself. Like yourself. Bad reptard name. I can't handle it. What a trio. Me, you, and Ted Bundy. Oh, boy. (laughs) We're almost birthday twins, so thanks, Mom, for holding me in for another 24 hours because... She's the real G right there for that, <laughs> specifically. Shout out to Donna. You, <laughs> Donna. You rock. <laughs> uh, so his paternity was questioned from the get-go. Uh, his mom was a single teen mom in the 40s, so like... Starting off teen mom with OG. a rough beginning. Yeah, teen mom OG before teen mom was even a thing. Um, oh, no, you're... For the sake of editing, Morgan is frozen, and I'm going to stop. There we go. For I'm the back. sake of editing, Morgan is back, and we're continuing. Okay. My internet connection is unstable, just like my fucking serotonin. <laughs> I was going to clap for <laughs> editing purposes, but I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Anyways. Um, who's the daddy? That's what we're playing. Okay. His father is listed, <laughs> listed as unknown on his birth certificate. Like, was the man's even human? Is he an alien? We don't know. My my bet's on alien. That'd be for I, sure. Honestly, <laughs> the collab that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mars was like, we tried it one time, and we made ten days, nope. so we're never trying again. <laughs> Mars, please <laughs> don't try it again. I thought you were gonna be like, please give it another go, and I'm like, no. <laughs> All right, back on track. He doesn't know who his daddy is. Um, some rumors were that his father was also his grandfather, meaning he was a product of incest. No. Yikes. Which explains. Oh, my God. It explains a lot, personally. But that's not good. Wow. Yeah. 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 So Ted's mom gave birth to him in a home for unwed mothers in Burlington, Vermont, or somewhere in Vermont. And then he went back to live with his grandparents. Um, but he was raised thinking that those were his parents and that his mom was his sister. And he was two a- words. Childhood trauma. <laughs> Kid had no chance. No oh. chance. 
He got his shit together eventually, but you know. From, uh, I mean, the questionably. <laughs> For a brief moment there, he got his shit together. Uh, mm. It was very brief. You know, it's all right. Not really. It's not. <laughs> and his grandfather slash dad and granddad. He's got. That he's got, is he's, just. He's, that's fucked up on its own, man. He's got mommy issues, daddy issues, and grad daddy issues. Oof. Yikes. Uh, so he his grandfather was like super super abusive to him to everybody to cats. Not a, don't fuck with cats. We know that. Oh my There's a God. movie about it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, and Ted started having some questionable behavior at the age of three. He started showing a fascination in knives. What do you have? A knife. No. That's Ted Bundy, actually. Oh. <laughs> With the above ground pool and everything. <laughs> Recolor- recolored footage from 1944. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Vine existed in 1944. Uh. Um, yeah, so at the age of three, he got a fascination with knives, and he even, like, laid a bunch of knives around his aunt while she was sleeping, and then she woke up and was like, the fuck? Not good. And then she was like, oh, I'm scared of Ted. No, I am also scared of Ted. I can't say that I blame you. <laughs> and then he started being a gross-ass peep- peeping Tom and like, as an adolescent, early teenager. So, You love that. Gross. Mm. Um, he did pretty well in school academically. As we, can, as we know, he's a smart dude. Um, <laughs> he got into law school. So that's not an easy feat. Trust me. Um, <laughs> it's PTSD. <laughs> Katie's putting on her paralegal hat. I hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, hashtag not a lawyer. Um, but in high school, he started becoming like less popular than he was in like middle school and elementary school, and like same Ted. Um, I mean, he was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say that he probably was just giving off that creeper vibe. But I mean, how does he not? Did you have you, you seen his face? Have you seen the rapey eyes? Like, come on now. CEO of butthole eyes. <laughs> butthole eyes. <laughs> Coin the term. <laughs> oh, so despite the fact that he people thought he was hot, don't see it. Um, mm. People were like kind of drawn to him because I guess he was hot or whatever. I don't know. But he he became less popular, less social in high school. <laughs> and then he got into college at the University of Washington, where he met his girlfriend Stephanie Brooks. That's a pseudonym. I know her real name, but I'm not going to use it. Um, and she eventually broke up with him because he, like, lacked direction and, you know, dropped out of college and worked, like, random jobs and had, like, no path or anything. Um, so she was like... Fair reason. Yeah. She was like, you're kind of a bummer. No, you're worth queen. No, you're worth queen. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Poor Stephanie. Um, oh, Stephanie. She also came from, like, a well-to-do family. So Ted, like, really wanted to break into that because clearly his family was not <laughs> the greatest. I mean, really? <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> and then so he dropped out. Got dumped. And then he eventually re-enrolled as a psych major, which is like, <laughs> woof. The irony is strong with this one. Like, look in the mirror, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then he focused a lot on having a career in politics and law, and he was a very avid Republican. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets everywhere. Oh. No comment. No comment. Um, and he set his sights on a career in politics and law, specifically in the Republican Party. Again, just going to keep scrolling. Yep. <laughs> uh, he graduated from the University of Washington and was accepted to the University of Utah Law School. 
And he served on Nelson Rockefeller's campaign party in 1968, which is, like, super wild to me. Yeah. And he was on the governor of Washington's successful re-election campaign. Dan Evans, hi, you hired Ted Bundy. Um, <laughs> he was also, ironically, on the Seattle Crime Prevention Advisory Committee and was the assistant to the chairman of the Washington State Republican Party. Well, that aged well. Super well. <laughs> I just... That's terrifying. Do you think? And like, there's like, I don't know if there's like a yearbook for the Washington State Republican Party, but like, there's got. I'm be- sure there's some sort of pamphlet. There's got to be a little <laughs> bit of documentation there. And just yikes! Type, do they just like scrub that from history? I'm like, we all know, ma'am, Washington. <laughs> uh, so he was smart as fuck. Like he really was, and he would have been a really good lawyer in the Republican Party, but still a lawyer, I guess. Um. <laughs> such an asshole um my asshole i love it yeah that's me and he would have been a great lawyer if he wasn't the human version of a toilet seat cover so (laughs) but he is (laughs) but he is so yeah he did all that shit like got himself together and after stephanie broke up with him and in the meantime while he's getting his shit together he starts dating elizabeth and Elizabeth, if you know the movie with Zac Efron, is Lily Collins. What? I've seen it many a time. Really? Oh, I've only seen it the one. It was so bad. Oh, no, I loved it. Unpopular opinion. Um, oh, my bad. It's just not systematically, is that the right word? Accurate for me. Fair. I just like Zac Efron's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, even as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, yes, that didn't sound right. Yes. I didn't say that. Yes. Not me. Yes, Wrong ma'am. bitch. I almost said something really inappropriate, and then I remember <laughs> oh. my mom might listen to this. Hi, Mom. Um, hey, Donna. Hey, Donna. <laughs> Don't disown me. <laughs> and, yeah, Elizabeth started, when they started dating, her daughter was three years old, and they dated for five years. Um, And as he's dating that, Elizabeth- I want, oh, that poor girl, like, now- I bet she had to do some therapy. Oh, oh that's terrifying. Oh, a whole bunch. They're like her childhood album is filled with pictures of Ted Bundy. Oh wow, that is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, the stranger beside me. That's not a, Liz, Liz didn't write that. That was his coworker, but still. Um, oh yeah, <clears throat> Anne. And yeah, so he dated Elizabeth for five years, and while he was dating Elizabeth, he rekindled things with Stephanie because like now he had gotten his shit together, and he was like, "Hey, queen, look at me." I'm successful. What a dick. And she was so like, you know, Ted, you're the one that got away. <laughs> and they got back together. And they were super happy, despite the fact that she was girlfriend number two. And he proposed to her while he was dating Elizabeth. I can't with that. Stephanie said yes. And then Ted was like, poof. Like, the, he's your OG ghoster. Like, the pettiest, pettiest ex ever comes back into what your life. What a narcissist. Oh. <laughs> Tattoo that Ugh. on his forehead. Yes. And then he just noped out. <laughs> what was that? Did you, get Love a, it. did you get an order? I got, yeah, I thought my phone was on silent. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> Check out my Etsy shop. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Of all sounds, just cha-ching. <clears throat> yep. All right. So then, yeah. Stephanie, all that grossness, he sucks. And he just, he, the reason he got his shit together was to, like, 
so he could do what to her what she did to him and just yeah. like humiliate her which is horrible um poor stephanie yeah poor stephanie leads us into our next portion his victims matched her appearance like long mm. brown straight hair parted down the middle how do you go through life knowing that you could have been the possible blueprint for what ted bundy was looking for and his victims like that poor woman mm-hmm. well i had to go like through the- my college career knowing that if i was in the 70s in utah that that was it yeah that was yeah it. Bundy would have got you. He would have got me. I was the president of a sorority. I had long. Oh, yeah. Hair party. You were the it poster child. He's like Bundy victim. Ted Bundy's like, ooga, ooga. <laughs> <laughs> but not in the fun way. <laughs> uh, not in, no, not. Oh, God, not in the fun way. Not in the fun way at all. Anyways, like I said, I would have not gotten into the scuzzy Volkswagen. I would hope. I don't know if I can say the same for myself. I really don't. And that terrifies me. My, if my dad listens to this, I'm going to get my ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. I wouldn't have gotten into Charles Manson. Uh, oh, <laughs> see? I would have I not gotten into Ted's car because I think he's creepy. But Charles Manson. I'm hitchhiking in the 70s. Got my flower crown. He rolls up. He's like, hey, baby. I'm friends with the Be- Beach Boys. I almost said the Beatles. Whew. The Beach Boys. <laughs> and I'm going to play you a little song on the guitar. And I'd be like, say less, queen. The fact that you're wearing a tie-dye sweater is making this for me right now. It's the tie-dye sweater for me. And the scrunchie. And the scrunchie. Oh, oh. no. Hi, Charles. <laughs> get to that road when we get there. Oh, God. That's going to be a fun one for me. I'm a yeah. sucker for musicians. He wouldn't have to say too much to get me in that van. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Own it at this point. <sighs> yes. All right. Now that we've had ted's shitty you know beginning let's break into his crimes i don't know if i'm ready for this i'll ease you into it because he he's a he's like one of the most like when you talk about progression of crime he's 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 up there he progresses Mm. um so like i said he started with the knives thing (laughs) so weird and being peeping tom and he kept doing the peeping tom thing as an adult which is like disgusting nasty Oh, no, my work phone's ringing. <laughs> um, and then he started breaking into people's homes, like, rather than just, like, looking in. He would go in to steal stuff because he was super materialistic. And if someone had something he wanted, instead of, you know, working for it, he'd just break into their house and steal it. So I mean, because, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. To Ted Bundy, it did. <laughs> and Don't then he got into, Ted like, uber-violent porn, which is, like, no absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not i like that's that's how your that's where your line is it's porn she draws the line of porn um it's it's funny because like it's not 2020 like he had to go somewhere and buy that so like i don't know maybe it was magazines i don't know tapes whatever it was yuck tapes yeah ew the fact that that had to be on like film i don't know why that's so strange to me but it makes it worse (laughs) yeah um it's rumored that he committed his first murder when he was 14 but like i don't think that's true the only the only relation i wouldn't put it past him i wouldn't put it past him but the only correlation that he has to that murder is the fact that he lived nearby hey i mean if the shoe fits (laughs) 
Anyway, so we're diving back in with Karen Sparks on January 4th, 1974. So ugly ass Ted broke into her basement apartment while she was sleeping. Oh, basement apartments scare me. Yeah. No. <laughs> and he beat her with a metal rod that he took from her own bed frame. I can't. I cannot with that. That is so terrifying because like. Did he have a plan or was he just like, uh, this is, a, this is happening now because I don't know what's scarier. Like the, pe- if it was like premeditated or if he just was like, now we're going to do this now and this is how we're going to do it. I honestly think that now we're going to do this now, like him just planning on breaking in to like, I don't know, rape her or something. Mm-hmm. Like that's obviously absolutely nightmare fuel horrendous. Right. But like, and then him just being like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Like that's, ugh, I hate it um it's the the fact that it's apart from her bed like that is so mm -hmm. terrifying absolutely like gut-wrenching to me yep maybe that's why i had a mattress on the floor in college (laughs) anyway smart girl (laughs) broke girl uh uh her roommates were sleeping in the other rooms and they found her the next morning um so massive triggering warning boop 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 that's your trigger warning good job thank you uh the metal rod that he beat her with had been brutally inserted into her Ugh. Uh, yeah but the upside to that this queen survived because she's a boss ass lady we stand we stand karen sparks in this house yeah she's a queen she survived like a legend so his first attempt was failed because he's a failure yep i said what i said as um, you should. Mm, his first, I hate the phrase successful, but I guess that's what he wanted. Uh, his first successful attempt was Linda Ann Healy, and this was February of 1974, so this was just a month later, which we'll, we'll see with Ted. That's actually a pretty good gap for him. He's a spree, he's a spree killer. That's messed up. Yeah. Uh, so she worked for the radio. Radio? <laughs> I just put the word <laughs> local and radio together. Hey, man. Yeah. We're making new words every day. <laughs> she worked for the local radio station and announced the morning ski reports. So she was reported missing because she no-called, no-showed for work. And she, that was very unlike her because she's a reliable queen. We love that, like, that's all it took for her to get reported missing is that she just didn't show up to work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that the people that knew her took that type of initiative. Yeah, and I mean, this was the 70s, so, like, a lot of the, the cases, these women weren't reported missing right away because they were of that age period where the police were, like, eh, run away, or they yeah. were, like, that age where they're 20-somethings, and, like, it wasn't super odd to not hear from them, I guess, for a day or two. Um, but, yeah, so um, Linda was reported missing right away, and Ted had followed her home from a bar because she left early because she had work the next morning, and she's a reliable queen. Um, he followed her home, broke into her apartment, and beat her with a crowbar. So this time he came prepared. Uh, he took off her bloody pajamas and put them back in her closet, changed her, and took her out the window with him. None of that makes sense to me, and it freaks me out. I don't know why. It's just so super... It's the only time he does that, but, like, it's just so scuzzy to me. Yes! And he, like, made the bed back up. So, like, when her roommates came in... From first glance, like, nothing looked wrong. Like, it wasn't right. a bloody mess. Like, you had to pull back the bed, the sheets, and then, like, look in the closet. So it's, like, absolutely wild. 
And her remains were found on Taylor Mountain 14 months later. And I I say remains, only her jawbone was found. That is devastating. Yeah. And she was identified through dental records, so. (laughs) That leads us into our first chaser because we need a break after Ted's first victim. Um, what did I have for a chaser on this one? Oh, <laughs> how could I forget? How could you forget? Because I blocked it out of my brain. So murder's hard. Paranormal things are scary. So like a shot of vodka, you might need a chaser. Today's chaser is brought to you by Mr. Harry Styles, <laughs> whose name I can't even say without laughing. Uh, it was a long day today. It was. It was a long day today. I surprisingly got a lot of work done at work. Oh, I didn't. Not me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Which is surprising because you're the hairy girl in this situation. Mm-hmm. I do adore him. Ha ha. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. today was a lot to handle. And the fact that we had four out of the OT5 posting on Instagram and Twitter and music videos was literally such an overload for me that i took a nap this afternoon because i couldn't handle it i'm surprised i didn't take a depression nap after the music video came out you were running on adrenaline all day i didn't no i was Mm -mm. fired up yeah so um for those (laughs) who don't know me and morgan in real life uh we met on one direction tiktok so uh the basis of our friendship is five boys who haven't been in the same room together in five years (laughs) ten five years five years that hurt (laughs) That hurt <laughs> a lot. Why did you have to phrase it that way? Oh. And Harry dropped a video today, so things are, <sighs> things are good. I'm wearing some Harry merch. I'm um, wearing some Niall Horan merch, so we, we, are, we are showing up tonight, ladies. We are very on brand. <laughs> I love it here. All right, Nyler, I'm going to back into it. Okay. Take it away, Heza. Uh, I'm on it. All right. So our next victim was Donna Gail Manson. No relation to my husband, Charles. <laughs> no, <what>. Katie! <laughs> kidding. I kid, I kid, I kid, I yoke, I yoke. Uh, uh, do you, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Charles Manson's kind of ugly, and I'm definitely taller than him. Um, <laughs> that, that's where you draw the line, is the fact that he's shorter than you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the cult, it's the shortness. No, it's, it's the... Yeah. Um, oh god! So he attacked her in March of 1974. Uh, she was a 19-year-old Evergreen State college student, and Ted admitting to uh, Ted admitted to kidnapping and killing her, and claimed that her remains were also somewhere on Taylor Mountain, but they were never found. So, also devastating. Yeah, I mean, people like the common conception when he like gave a location and it was wrong was that he just mixed them up because there were so many. That is real effed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was kind of on a spree at this point because they're all like pretty, I hate that word. pretty close together and they're going to stay close together for a while. Um, his cooling off period isn't for a little bit. Um, so then we're just going to jump right into Susan Elaine Rancourt in April of 1974. She was a college student, a biology major, and attended Central Washington State College and had a 4.0 GPA. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. She was also hardworking as book and she was self-sufficient and she worked multiple jobs to put herself through the school like during break and like summer break and stuff like that she just worked so many jobs and was paying for her own degree um surprisingly she was blonde um 
there was a few that didn't fit the general mo of him but like she was mm-hmm. she was the first one that when they were like putting the pieces together they were like hey wait a damn minute <laughs> she was doing laundry in her dorm room um and then left to go to a meeting on campus and was never seen again and like this i don't know why this was so sad to me but th- like her laundry was just sitting in the dryer that's yeah it's just like i don't know it's just like the finality of it like so, like w- when you put laundry in the dryer you obviously have to take it out and put it away and like the fact that it's just sitting there like not mm-hmm. getting finished because somebody ended her life yeah wild is yeah, exactly um and only her skull was found on taylor mountain because <sighs> ted um nasty was a big decapitation dude that is i hate that yeah so a lot of the times when they were only found if i say like a skull or a jawbone it's usually because he decapitated them so uh next up we have miss roberta kathleen parks and this was in may of 1974 so she was his first victim in oregon so in terms of felonies he just jumped up real high on the fbi's most wanted list because he crossed state lines um, she was 22 years old, also a college student at Oregon State University. Oregon. <laughs> what a state. Uh, she was on her way to meet friends for coffee, but never showed up. That, I don't know why that one hits home, like, way more than the other ones, but that's, like, me going to meet you for coffee and never getting there. Excuse me. And I hate it. I hate it a lot. Um, her skull was also found on Taylor Mountain, which is unsurprising and surprising because... This time he traveled like almost 300 miles to put her there because he was in Oregon and Taylor Mountain is in Washington. That made my jaw drop. Like the fact that she was in his fucking beetle for 300 miles. Mm -hmm. Was she alive when he put her in the car? Was she not? Was she in distress that entire 300 miles? Like I know. And you don't know. That is so hard to think about. I know. Then we have Brenda Carroll Ball. This is June of 1974. Uh, she was 22 years old and was last seen in a tavern parking lot talking to a man in a sling that was presumed to be Fugly Ted. I um, hate that he, like, I hate that that was how he did it. Was He made himself, vulner- like, look vulnerable. Yeah. To get the help of women. Like, yeah. you fucking coward. Yeah, and, like, yeah. He, he, like I said, I was just about to say, he faked injuries a lot. Like, broken arms crutches at one point like he had the materials to make fake casts which is like that's so fucked where do you even get that right and like he's so scummy and like trust no one cast or not i promise someone needs your help that badly they can get it from somebody else if you need to be an asshole to stay alive be a fucking asshole (laughs) i've said it before i'll say it again do not help anyone if you think they can get it from someone else if a man is coming up to a woman for help he doesn't need you you don't need him. Move on. You don't. Keep going. Be uh, an asshole. Stay alive. Yep. I was giggling because I'm just imagining, like, I'm like, I wanted to be like, a man never needs your help. And I'm picturing, like, and my fiance walking over to me and being like, can you help me get the dogs inside? And I'm like, nope, you could kill me. <laughs> Eric's going to take you out. Oh. Fine. If something happens, I know where to go. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm more likely to get killed by a squirrel. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um... Uh, like Brenda, Brenda, back to Brenda Carroll Ball, she, like the others, her skull was found on Taylor Mountain. Mm. Um, next, we have George Ann Hawkins, and this was June of 1974, so the same month. She was a sorority Ooh. girl that went to the University of Washington. 
who was last seen talking to a man on crutches and she was just feet away from her sorority house door but she stopped because he dropped some books and she stopped to help him Um, walk into the house walk into the house ladies this is that's that's really and like the sad thing is is like they're just good women like they're just good people they're just trying to be helpful and it's just it's sad they're just trying to be good people yeah like obviously none of this was their fault like Mm. they just fell victim to an asshole fucking sick sadist motherfucker that and it's just upsetting it's hard yeah and this was the 70s so people were a lot less well yeah it was right after like you know the summer of love and everybody was (laughs) wow you know like what do you have personally against the summer of love no i'm just saying like like (laughs) everybody was loving each other and then this happens and it makes me mad. I just get upset. And I feel a lot of things, Katie. Summer of lube. Um, he hit her with a crowbar and mm. put her into the gross, creepy murder mobile that didn't have a front seat. I was... Uh, yeah, the front seat thing. That's what that's what pushes me over the edge. Your friend doesn't have a front seat. Get the F out of Dodge. <laughs> Red flag number one. <laughs> just submit an anonymous tip. Oh, yikes. Move along with your life. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, her body was never found, which is so sad. But there's still time. Do they have, like, a mon- I feel like I wish that they had, like, a monument dedicated to, like, Bunny's victims. Washington State just needs to issue an apology. <laughs> yes. So, same with Colorado. Colorado had him escape from prison. So. Yeah. On more than one mm. occasion. We'll get there. Colorado. Holy moly. Holy moly. Holy moly. All right. So. Da, 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 da. This brings us to Lake Sammamish. Mm. If you know, you know, in the worst Ick, possible Ick. way. <laughs> so, July 1974, Janice Ann Ott and Denise Nosland. I say two people because, spoiler alert, he killed two people on the same day. And tried to kidnap, like, at least a handful of others. Well, I mean, he was on a crowded beach all day. Like, he, there yeah. Was at least, <laughs> there was, there was, like, estimated to be, like, thousands of people there, which is wild. So. That's so crazy that he was just wandering around and, can like. Can you help me with my boat? Can yeah. you help me with my boat? Can you help me with my sailboat? Put it in my VMW bug. You put it up your butt, Bundy. How about that? <laughs> so far up your ass, Ted. <laughs> Uh, that's what I would have replied, singing and everything. <laughs> uh, that's how we handle trauma around here. Because he introduced himself as Ted, so I would have known his name. Um, so these two were kidnapped on the same day. Like, the same day, broad daylight, same day. Uh, they were at a crowded park called Lake Sammamish in Washington State. Um, again, Ted is sulking around, being a creep in a sling. Um, and he was pretending that he needed help loading a sailboat into a volkswagen beetle which like that still doesn't make any sense to me i don't know on top of it but like still but even then beetles are not big i saw one today in person and i was like a sailboat so, yeah is it like a how mini, is it like a mini sailboat I don't know. like you literally couldn't have come up with a better excuse than a damn sailboat on top of your volkswagen bug like <laughs> he's, really he's you can see when he's getting like real desperate he makes stupid mistakes which is how he got caught which is fantastic um he tried to lure like a few other people but this specific woman i'm not gonna say her name because um she was a survivor and queen 
Um, so he tried to lure her to the car, and when they got there, there was no sailboat. And she was like, the fuck? Got a blast. <laughs> and Tub was like, oh, it's uh, at my mom's house up the road. And she was like, uh, no. And just <laughs> absolutely took off. Later. Uh, she provided police with some good details, and the sketch was made. The sketch sucked, but, like, that's not her fault. Um, and she also told them, you know, his name's Ted. And, uh... I can't believe he did that. Like, the level of cockiness and, like, narcissism that you have to have to use your actual name when you're trying to kidnap women to murder them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yep. And then, you know, he kept trying because he was desperate. And he picked up Janice. And, again, she was one of those ones that was a one-off. She was blonde. Um, but he was, like, obviously super desperate that day. So he used the same boat thing, despite the fact that it didn't work the first time. Um, <laughs> I guess try and try again. Not if you're <laughs> trying to kill people. <laughs> um, this time, once they got to the car, like, immediately when they got to his car, he just punched her right in the face and shoved her into the car because <sighs> he's a douche canoe. <laughs> um... He actually strangled her, which is, like, kind of not really his M.O., but, like, he usually is more violent. I mean, strangling is violent, but he usually would actually just beat them, which is so horrible. Well, I mean, he took their heads off, so, yeah, that's a little more violent than strangulation. I meant means of decapitation's postmortem. That's awful to think about, also. Would you rather be pre? Uh, no. No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. There you go. You got me there lawyered um and then he took her to the woods nearby and tied her up to a tree um and then we're gonna move on to denise because he left janice there while he went back for denise i i just don't even know what to say to that i have a lot of questions like was she conscious was she not was she not but i would like to hope not Honestly, for her sake, yes. Yep. So then he went back um, and did the same thing with Denise, who was 18 years old. Um, she was there with her friends and just, like, went to the bathroom. And he, like, lingered outside of the women's restroom and convinced her like to go to absolute creepy yes. asshole. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, he took her back. And eventually Janice's, so the first one he took, her bones were found scattered in the woods in that area. Um and eventually denise's jawbone was also found in the same vicinity along mm. with the remains of a third victim who is to this day unidentified a moment of silence for that victim yeah and some people are because like was that the same that's... day or was that the same week oh i can't handle the thought of it like it's all terrible to begin with and then knowing that he could have done three in a day is it's overwhelming yeah it's really insane um, so yeah, he left Janice alive until he brought back Denise to the same spot and he tortured them at the same time. And obviously he had to kill one first. Um, the other one had to watch. I just, yeah. those poor sweet girls that is, you know, you could be the worst person in the world and like still not deserve that, you know? Oh yeah. And then when you just take to innocence mm-hmm. and do that, it's, ugh. that's why Ted Bundy is rotting in hell with a loop of it's a small world after all off key (laughs) (laughs) no it's not like the one you get on the ride oh yeah 
It's like a really shitty off-key version of It's a Small World After All on a loop for all of eternity. You can't sleep. I love that for him. I love it for him. Mm-hmm. That That's going to help me sleep a little bit better tonight, thinking about that. He's laying on a bed of Legos naked. <laughs> <laughs> While uh, It's a Small World plays off-key. And he has to, look, like, smell, like, cat piss. Oh, my God. On top of it, like... Yep. Yep. Okay. Fuck you, Ted Bundy. Yeah. The only thing he eats is wet cat food. (laughs) Regurgitated (laughs) wet cat food. (laughs) Ew, I hate that word. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, God. Because I can... (sighs) Nope. I hate it. And moving on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, so these were, like, mm. briefly known as the Ted murders because this dumbass was walking around, like, Sammamish, like, hi, I'm Ted. Hi, I'm Ted. Uh, so, yeah, then the police plastered his composite, which didn't really look like him, uh, but his name everywhere and a description of him, like, mm-hmm. hair, eyes, mustache, unibrow, because he had one. Um, he did. A thick unibrow. I'm thinking of that. There's a picture of him in court. I can see And he's, it. like, looking over yes. his shoulder right at the camera. And I can... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fugly Ted. Uh, so, they put up a tip line. Because, you know, mm-hmm. people are dropping, like, flies. And his name, like, Ted Bundy, was submitted to the tip line more than once. Once was by our Queen Elizabeth. Um, oh. was like, my boyfriend... Can be a bit weird. <laughs> and like sometimes he, he, he makes me lay still during sex Ugh! and pretend that I'm dead. No, no, absolutely not. Dead. Are you making that up? Did she actually ever say that? Yes. She did not. Yeah, he used to like basically. Oh just be like my me. god. That's a, no, absolutely. Yeah. I wish I did not know that. I wish you did not just teach me that fact. I didn't put it in there, but it just came to my brain, so I had to say it. Yeah. So, she won that. And, yeah, and another one was his, one of his professors, a psychology professor, that was like, there's this dude in my psych class. His name's Ted Bundy. I could kind of see him killing somebody. (laughs) We stay on that professor. (laughs) Um, And that's what we're going to call it a day, because Lake Sammamish is a beast in itself. Yep. Um, and to put that in Chi Omega into one episode, this is too much. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I really don't think I could. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm going to need about like 15 chasers. <laughs> says the girl who says that she never needs chasers. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say like 15 shots, but then you said chasers and I was like, bitch, you don't use Oh chasers. yeah. 15 shots. That's a lot of shots. <laughs> That's a lot of shots. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. My... Mom and dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fifteen shots, you might end up in a Volkswagen Beetle without a front seat. No, <laughs> dude, I take two. I drink two glasses of wine, and I'm like feeling real good. So, You're like, guys, my ears are red, and I'm like, oh Jesus, Christ. that's my tell. That's my tell. Like, oh, put her to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's so good to me. Look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better do that after you make me sit and listen to that. Oh, yeah, let me just walk to Michigan and make you a cup of tea. Would you? Yeah, I'll be there in probably a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait till you move here. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I've got you hooked. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I like doing kind of. I need to come and see you, and mm-hmm. we need to go to Salem. Not right now. Rona. No, I'm mad for you. It's okay. That's all right. The witches will just curse them. Anyway. Oh, we stand. Well, um, I hope that Ted Bundy didn't scare you away. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the second half of the episode, too. Yeah, we're going to record it right now, so I'm just going to... It's 10.20 oh. 10, p.m. on a Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a long night because that was a lot to handle, and I'm not ready for Kyle Mega. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for uh, tuning in to our first cemetery session. Um, we'll be back again next week with Ted Bundy Part 2, and then I'm going to take a back seat and have Morgan tell me some scary stories while I freak out over ghosts and mythical creatures but don't freak out over real life serial killers yeah it's hard to de- hard to determine which one's scarier because i think i'm probably going to terrify you in our next I don't know, in that episode i'm not ready it's gonna be a lot of fun oh jesus uh. but well all of our info is gonna be in the description for the episode we've got our instagram we've got our email we've got our website all set up and we would love to hear from you all. So make sure you check that out. And yep. we'll be back for our next cemetery session. I'll see you losers later.